0: Praise the Lord, everybody, God bless you. I'm yours truly, Evangelist Deborah Gary. I'm here today with the ministry called Real Issues. I want to ask how everybody's doing, how you feeling. I'm hoping, I'm praying that you had a blessed week. Um, I get it, I know it's you know trying times and challenging times and things like that, but. I just know that we have a God that can bring us through. If you know the real God, the true and the living God, he can bring us through. Amen. I've got a word. Um, I want to talk a little bit about God being our refuge. God being our refuge because he is just that. Now, I understand that it's not a daily word. It's not something that you may hear used um, every day. I understand that it's not in our local vocabulary, you know, often or anything like that. And so what I would like to do or make an attempt to do is to help us to be mindful that he really is our refuge. Because, you know, when you actually hear the word, you're speaking the word, you're saying the word, you're hearing the word, it's quickening, it's more quickening to the spirit man. And you're liable to listen a lot more than if it was silent or not used at all. Amen. So I do want to talk just a little bit today about God being our refuge now, before I get into the word, I just want to ask everybody: are you are you doing okay? You feeling okay? Are you leaning on God? Let's not lean on ourselves, let's not trust in our own strength. I have tried that. You get tired a lot quicker. I mean, you get tired a lot quicker. You find yourself probably taking more naps. <laughs> And uh, look, we're not going to blame it on the age, okay? (laughs) Amen. But I just thank God for you being with me today. I do want to go ahead. I give you my word. I'm not going to be before you long, okay? Um, Let me pray. And then we'll go ahead and get started. Heavenly Father, I pray for the ministry of the listening audience of Real Issues. Daddy, I ask that you would remember each and every one under the sound of my voice. Daddy, I'm asking that you would show yourself strong, that you will be their refuge, that you will be their fortress, especially in these trying times, especially in the times that may or may not be to come. I believe they are. But especially in the times that may be getting ready to come because the inflation the prices are going so much higher i went in the store yesterday i was like oh my goodness what is this you know and then i went to kfc yesterday to get me a little chicken breast and and a, a little chicken breast and a, and a side dish and he was telling me that was eight dollars for one piece of chicken i'm like So, you know, we need a refuge. We're going to need a fortress and a deliverer, you know. So, Daddy, I'm asking that you will be just that for everybody that is listening. I ask that you will continue to be mindful of us, Daddy, as I am trying to bring an awareness that we may continue to be mindful that you really are on our side, that you are our refuge, our fortress. I ask that you will send your spirit to help me make a great attempt on bringing this message across in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Uh, Let's go ahead and start real fast. Um, if you will, go with me to Psalms chapter 9. Go with me to Psalms. Most of you probably have your phone sitting right there next to you. So just pick up your phone and put turn it to the Bible. Amen. And help me. And let's go to Psalms chapter 9. And let's read uh, verse 9 and verse 10. Psalms 9 verse 9 and verse 10. The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed a refuge in times of trouble. Verse 10, and they that know thy name will put their trust in thee, for thou Lord has not, for thou Lord, the Lord has not forsaken them that seek thee. You know what? That's worth repeating. The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed. A refuge in times of trouble. And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee. For thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. Now, when I looked up the word refuge, I hope I say this right. It means catafigio. Maybe I'm using the Ebonics term. But it means catafigio. Now, refuge is to be safe. It is to be sheltered from pursuit, from danger, or from trouble. Refuge is to be safe or sheltered from pursuit, from danger, or from trouble. Y'all remember uh, the Hebrew children back in the days of slavery, and they were in bondage to the people in Egypt. They were in bondage to that. But daddy came through, the heavenly father came through, and he became their refuge. He became their refuge. They were in trouble, amen, they, they, they were in bondage, amen, they were, they, they, were in, they were where they were being pursued, Amen. But daddy was their refuge. Now, I know while they were in the midst of all that trouble, I know while it was hard task for them at that time, but daddy was still a refuge for them and he brought them out he brought that deliverer at that time which was Moses he brought that deliverer to them to bring them out he let them know that he was their very present help he let them know that he has heard their cry that he has seen their labor that he was there for them but you know what you know what? A lot of times we make it more difficult on ourselves. You know, Daddy is trying to be there. Daddy is one to do things for us. But a lot of times we ourselves bring 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 ourselves into into a a little bit more dangerous. All remember that of Jonah. Remember, God told him to go one place, and he decided to go another. And what happened? Look what happened. The wind got boisterous and things, and they had to throw him off the ship. And the whale ate him, swallowed him up for a couple of days. You know, Be- but look, it wasn't that God wasn't there. God was there, and God was trying to tell him which way to go. Even with the children of, even with the uh, children of, of, of the Hebrew slaves. You know, they were supposed to have only went around for forty days. They ended up turning into forty years. Why? Because of their complaints. There are moaners, they're groaners, and things like that. So a lot of times, you know, Daddy, our Heavenly Father, he is our refuge. He is our shelter. He is the our very present help in the time of trouble. He is all of that. But you know what? We have got to get ourselves out of the way. And we have got to let him do what he do best. And that is perform. Amen. Remember with remember when um with um Queen Esther, you know, um, that's just coming up with me. Remember that with Queen Esther? Amen. Now, one thing about it. In the book, the whole book, I think it's like five chapters. There is no mention. No, I'm sorry, it's a little boy. But there is no mention of God in the book of Esther. There is no mention of God. None. But, but, we saw him being a refuge at a fortress, we saw the hand of God at work. Now, we didn't hear of God or anything like that, you know, but we saw his hand working, you know, so let me bring that, to make that just a little bit more relatable for us, you know, we may not, you know, uh, see um, the father there, in the midst of trouble or 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 our difficult paths or whatever may be going on in our lives, you know, our circumstances, our situations, life paths, you know, we may not see oh my God them helping me. We may not see the hand of God working. Amen. But he has promised to be our refuge and fortress. So he is working. He is working, and we will eventually see the Lord's hand in the midst of those situations when He brings us out. When you you know the Bible says, "Thanks be unto God that always causeth us to triumph." You know the Bible says that God has already given us the victory. Book of Revelation already promises us that we win. You know what I'm saying? So the only thing we got to do is go back and play out the setup. The stage that's been set, all we got to do is walk on it and play out that which daddy has already set up for us. Amen. Because the victory has already been given to us. Now, does that mean that we're not going to have trouble? No. Does that mean that we're not going to have warfare? No. Does that mean that we're not going to go through some things? No. Does that mean that we're not going to have our feelings hurt? No. What does it mean? It does mean that he will be there for you, that he will be there with you, that he is going to bring you out, that he is that fortress, that refuge, that covering, that which you need. Remember also while they're coming up in me, I'm just going to bring them. Remember also um, 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 the disciples that was on the ship, and Jesus was in the back of the ship, and he was asleep. And they woke him up, and they said, look, he said, don't you, don't you care that we perish? You know, and then Jesus started talking about their faith. But you know what they didn't see? You know what they didn't understand? As long as he is there with you, <laughs> As long as you know that he is there with you, okay, you can call his name. You can go get him. You can call him, and you can say, look, Lord, we need you. You know, can you do this for me? Can you help a sister out? You know, you see what I'm saying? It's good to know that he's there with you. That's always just a beautiful thing to know that God, that Jesus is there with you. Now, let's talk about oppressed. Oppressed is, I can't, y'all, I am, what do they call it, nearsighted, where, you know, I know a lot of people, they have to put on reading glasses and things like this, but for me, you know, I have to take mine's off to see, because I'm just cheap, you know, they have those little bifocal glasses and stuff like that, but I'm just cheap, you know, I just like the single vision. But anyway, going on, oppressed is burdened by abuse or power to be weighed down to be heavily weighed down again this is an example of the children of israel they were an oppressed people they were abused they had a dictatorship over their lives that they had to do everything and anything that this man over that country had to tell them to do so they definitely needed a refuge because when you have somebody that's a dictatorship you know on earth, there is nobody that overrides or can overrule them. So you need that refuge. You need that fortress. You need that shelter. You need somebody that is gonna be there for you that you can run to for safety. Because there is one. I heard the book of Psalms says that there is a rock that is higher than I. Amen. And He will. Let me tell y'all. Let me tell you something. He will come through for you. And then you know what? There's a song that say, "Do you know Him?" Do you know him? And listen, let me say this real fast while I'm thinking about it. This is not the time. This is not the time to play Russian roulette. This is not the time to play Russian roulette. Amen. You know what? Russian roulette for the younger generation, for the millennials and people like that that may not know, it was something that used to be uh, played way back You know, and they would take a gun and they would have just one bullet and they would pass it around and and just hope that the bullet wasn't meant for you. You know, this is not the time to be playing those kind of games. You better know that you know that you know that you know that you know that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. That He is your Redeemer. Let me tell you something. He will come in your heart. He will live for you. For He will live with you forever. And when you commit sin, just Lord, forgive me and keep it moving. You commit sin, sin again. Lord, forgive me and keep it moving. Jesus does not make anything hard. He already endured the hardness. You know what I'm saying? Now, okay. The Holy Spirit is speaking something to me. Now I do know that we do need to endure hardness as good soldiers, but I guarantee you that nobody is getting 40 uh, 39 whips on their back. I guarantee you that nobody is getting thorns pressed out on their head. I guarantee you that nobody is getting nails in their hands, nails in their feet. I guarantee you nobody is getting a spear in their side. I'm talking about that kind because the Bible says, Jesus says, that it is finished. Amen. He already finished it. We're going to have the victory. Like I said earlier, yes, it doesn't mean that we're not going to go through anything. We're still going to go through anything, but it is finished. We already have the victory. God has already, my God from on high, God has already solidified us the victory. Amen. Go with me, if you will, to Psalms chapter 46, verse 1 and verse 7. Psalms chapter 46. Verse 1 and verse 7. Amen. Let me pull these off. I like my glasses on because it helps cover these tired eyes. Amen. 46 verse 1. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. Verse 7. The Lord of hosts. That will preach all by itself. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob He is our refuge. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob, he is our refuge. Let me tell you something. It is just a beautiful thing to know that you have God as a refuge. He's your shelter. He has got you covered. You can go to him. And when you go into it, it's like, you know, what happens with a two-year-old? Let me use this. What happens when a two a toddler, let just say a toddler. What happens when a toddler falls down and he scrapes his knee and he hurts his hand? And who's the first place he's gonna come to? Where's the first place he's going? He see a lot of people outside and he see a lot of grown-ups outside and things like that. But where's the first place he's going? He's going looking for that refuge. He's going looking for that fortress. He is looking for his mama. Why? Because he know mama love him. He know mama care for him. And he know that mama gonna take care of that. Mama gonna kiss that boo-boo. And mama gonna make it all right. Well, that's how it is with daddy. You know, he is our fortress. You know, we could come to him and he will make it all right. He will carry us. He will comfort us. He will hold us. He will kiss our boo-boos. He will make it okay. Why? Because he is our fortress. Now, let me go to the last scripture here. Go with me over to Psalms 18. Go with me to Psalms 18, and we're going to start with verse 2. Yep, let's start. Psalms 18, verse 2. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I hope this is blessing you. Like I said, I'm not going to be before you long. I'm going to be quick. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Psalms 18. And this right here, this is going to sum up all of refuge. And this is going to sum up all of um, all of the fortress. Okay. Psalms 18, verse 2. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength. Now, look. How? How do you lose? How, how can we lose? The Lord is my, 18 and 2 Psalms, the Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust. My buckler, the horn of my salvation, and my high tower. Now let me ask you something, how in the world can we lose with all of that? So I looked up buckler, because I know I don't hear it a lot, but I was like, you know what, what exactly is it? A buckler is... Is a, is a small shield. It's a small shield. Now, we know the big shield that they used to use to fight, you know, and you would put it up like this to defend yourself, you know, to defend yourself. That's how God, God is our shield. He, he'll put it up. He'll put himself in front of us. He'll put it up to protect you. And then the buckler is the smaller version of that. It's, it's just a smaller version. It's like, it's like having a rifle, and then having a gun, okay? They both are powerful weapons. They both can get the job done. It's just that one's just larger, and the other one is just smaller. Well, you know, we know that the Father is our weapon. He is our weapon. He fights for us. The Bible says that the battle, it belongs to Him. He fights for us. You see what I'm saying? So a buckler is just a little smaller shield, a little smaller. It's great. Just maybe a little greater, I want to say, than the top of a huge pot okay, and they would put it around their wrists or their forearm and like when they have a like when they'll keep the sword in this hand and they'll do this like when you're in battle and you are fight and they'll do like this so that they can use the short, they'll use the buckler to like, you know, war off whatever's is coming at them, that they can use the sword to uh, cause damage. Amen. So he is that buckler. Daddy is gonna. He he will. He will also ward off. You know, even in the smaller, the minor, more um um fights. You know, he can ward off so that the sword, so that the sword. Ha, my God, from on high. So that the sword can go through and can prevail. I'm telling you, if God is for you. Who can be against you? If he is your friend, it doesn't matter who hates you. It doesn't matter. When God is for you, the battle is already won. Amen. Okay, let me go on. The horn, the Bible says that he is also the horn of my salvation. The horn of my salvation is the symbol of victory. Amen. You have been rescued from oppression. It is an irresistible strength. It is like that. Is it a bull? I think it's a bull that's got them two horns, you know, and they're very sturdy and strong, and you know, and that's what they use when they come at you. That's what they use for their for their defense for when they are in attack mode. They come down, they try to get you. Well, their strength too, but they try to get you with those horns. You know, it is an irresistible strength. It is the symbol that you already have the victory, that you have already been rescued from oppression. He is also the horn of our salvation. We have already been rescued, my God, from on high. We have already been rescued from oppression. We have already been given the victory. The Bible also says right here in 18, uh, 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 chapter 18, verse 2 of Psalms, the Bible also says that he is our high tower. Now, let me tell you, it is like, it is like, it is like from here to heaven and from heaven to earth. Remember how the angels. Even with Jacob uh yeah, with Jacob, remember how the angels would be ascending and descending? He is our high tower. We can go from here. We got we can reach heaven. Amen. And heaven can reach us. In other words, y'all, let me tell you something. We have all kind of access. We have all kind of ways to get to the heavenly father. But there's only one way as far as salvation. Now, don't misunderstand what I'm trying to say. April, one way of salvation. One way. Let me make that very clear. And that is through Jesus Christ but the answer could come many ways it may not come one way it may come from this person it may come from somebody you don't know it may come from something on the ground it may come from something that you just stumbled into it may come from somebody giving you favor you know it is just all kind of ways that God can get things to you amen so I am very very grateful for who he is in my life and I know that I know that you are grateful for who he is in your life let's be sure to be uh uh uh, very grateful and to thank about just being thankful just thanking god thanking him thanking him thanking him thanking the lord he likes he gets let me tell you something he gets off on thank thankfulness he loves that my god he loves thankfulness especially when we are going through things and we can say but lord i thank you daddy i thank you it is oh my god from on high it is working out for my good it is working out for your good just give it i know it's hard huh believe me i know it's hard you know and i have to sometimes get up through the tears or whatever and just say daddy i just thank you i trust you you know what you're doing i thank you Amen. I'm going to stop right there. Let me pray. Well, I did want to read one more scripture. Let's go ahead and look at it. Psalms chapter 10. Psalms chapter 10. Go with me over to Psalms chapter 10. I like this. And I think this is going to, before I pray, because this is going to be. Psalms chapter 10 and verse 12. It says, Arise, O Lord. Oh, God, lift up your hand and forget not the humble. Arise, oh, Lord. And that is going to be my prayer even now. Arise, oh, Lord. Forget not the humble. Listen, listen. Let me tell you something. We already discussed that he is our fortress that he is our refuge, our, our strength, our high tower. Let me tell you something. Now, we're going to ask him to arise, oh Lord. Arise, oh Lord. Yes, I need you to arise over my bills. I need you to arise over my debt. I need you to arise over my finances. I need you to arise over my relationship. I need you to arise over my marriage. I need you to arise to keep that divorce from happening. I need you to arise to see to my children i need you to arise to make sure that they stay on the on the on the right path i need you to arise to fight for me i need you to arise to make things better i need you to arise to keep me in peace i need you to arise to keep my joy i need you to arise to fight for me arise oh lord amen and heavenly father with that being said I just ask that you would be mindful of us, that you would continue to be mindful of us. Forgive us where we have fallen short. Redeem us where we have fallen short. And remember us where we have fallen short. You said as far as the east is from the west, you said our sins, you will remember them no more. And I'm praying for each and every one under the sound of my voice that may not have been, have not repented. I ask that you will forgive them. I'm even praying for America. I ask that you will forgive America in its arrogance, in its pride, that you will remember us, help us to humble ourselves, help us to be uh, the United States. Amen. And Daddy, I'm asking that people will start to see change happen immediately, that you will arrive. In the name of Jesus, I love you. Visit my website, www.realissuesandlife.com Amen. I thank God for you. I've decided your prayers. I need them. God bless you, 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 and you. Bye now. Bye.